Get fired up for another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. With filthy mouths and bad attitudes. Featuring Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Also featuring Parker. Yes, there's no two ways about it. He's super white. And our special guest, Alex. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Entire production supervised by Bigfoot. Now, let's join the boys for their latest episode. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris. With me, as always, is Parker. Absent, as always, is Alex. And uh, we watched a whole cornucopia of garbage. And we're going to talk Uh, about... Not we. You, specifically. Mostly me. You're going to be doing a lot of heavy lifting, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, that's okay. I'm I'm good. I I know who and what I am. (laughs) Uh, Well, before we get into all that shit... Uh, do we have any news? Uh, big news for me. When I saw Doctor Strange 2 this weekend, I didn't realize I was going to be seeing the world premiere of the teaser for Avatar 2. Oh, hey. It, it, uh, it looks like an Avatar movie. Mm-hmm, <laughs> there are, yeah. in fact, a bunch of blue people flying around, and that's all you get out of it. Yeah. But Ooh. with that being said, um, uh, never bet against James Cameron. It's going to yeah. make a Billy easy somehow. Oh, yeah. This is like, that should be a pretty safe bet. Um, Other news, uh, not news in the world of film, uh, but news in in the world of music. Uh, Two gentlemen were arrested and charged with the Rico statute. Uh, Murder is on the table here. Uh, These are two gentlemen who go by the name of Young Thug and Gunna of the Uh, uh, Young Young Slime Life Gang. Uh, which <laughs> That's a good name. Kind of really good name. <laughs> feels like the, they're one of the antagonists from uh, Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Rowdy Rough Boys. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't trust a young slime life, uh, who can you trust? <laughs> I I never expected a guy with the name Young Thug to do something like this, and his associate Gunna. Um, what are you going to do here? I'll cut this joke, but same thing happened to me when Nipsey Hussle got shot. I was like, he really wanted his name in the papers with Nipsey? <laughs> can we use his Christian name, please? Yeah, can we just call him Michael? All right, well. Dixie Normus gunned down outside an L.A. nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other movie news? Uh, anything come to mind? No, just Good. laughing and cackling as I realize that they're going to re-release Avatar 1 in 3D this Christmas and it's going to overtake Endgame again. It's yeah. going to be so fucking sick. Yeah. He always gets W's. Yeah. Well, he... It's just like Billy Mitchell. He always has a plan. Absolutely. Right. USA. Let's move... Speaking of uh, good guys, let's move on to our Jerks of the Week. Parker, would you like to go first? Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. Uh, mine is Alex for once again going to the old man beach getting old again. <laughs> We told him not to go back. He was just like, oh, I left my glasses there. I can't see without my glasses. and Because he's old he's, now, yeah. his prescription changed. Exactly. Horseshit. Now he's old. So he's hanging out with the corpse of mid-sized sedan. So my jerk of the week is myself. <laughs> is that a, does that go into your news segment, too? 
Yeah. Is he <laughs> with the young fucking guy? <laughs> no. So my uh, my jerk of the week is myself at trivia. It was a final question. You can wager up to twelve points, which is a lot, relatively. And uh, the category was film quotes. And I was like, oh, Chris has got this. And I'm just like stretching out, you know, doing a few practice stabs for when I get it right. Question is as follows. What 1980s movie, so name the movie. You don't need Back to, name, to the Future. No. Yeah, uh, you don't need to name, you don't need to say the quote. You don't need to name the person who said it. Just name the movie. Uh, had a quote that's not said by anyone else in the movie. It's only said by this one person. That's their only line in the movie. And it was this quote was ranked at uh, by the AFI's top 100 uh, quotes uh, list at number 33. I thought, oh, this is from that Mel Brooks movie, Silent Movie, which has Marcel Marceau, who just says the word no. And that I think that's like the only uh, word in the movie. Turns out it was When Harry Met Sally. And it's the line everyone was thinking of. So... Actually, it turns out everyone else got it wrong somehow, so we got second place. So Love that for you. Yeah. I would have not guessed that in a hundred million years. That movie came out at like the very end of nineteen eighty nine. So kind of Yeah, I just I've assumed that's a nineties movie my entire life, so Yeah. That being said That's cheating. Yeah, that being said, I think Silent Movie came out in the seventies, so extra stupid Chris. The world's dumbest boy. All right. Well, speaking of, yeah, what'd you watch, buddy? <laughs> well, before we get into the anime, I have a, a couple things here that might be worth talking about. I watched. <laughs> <laughs> that should be our show intro. Right. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, I watched Red Dawn, the original one, uh, with Patrick Swayze and uh, Charlie Sheen, and uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. I think is in this one as well. And uh, the woman who was in Dirty Dancing. Uh, well, as it turns out, what everyone told you about Red Dawn is true. It's nowhere near as good as everyone seems to remember it as. It's uh, kind of confusing, I have to say, which is weird because it's such a simple premise. Uh, it's way too long at two hours. It takes itself way too seriously. Uh, you know, my anti-communism takes a backseat to no one. Except the people who made this movie. Because, Jesus, guys, take a fucking step back. What are we doing here? Like, it, it, again, I, I don't understand the strategic uh, importance of the Midwest, which is where the Russians decide to drop in and land. They probably explain it at some point, but my subtitles weren't working, and I also didn't really care very much. Uh, if you like Red Dawn, hey, less power to you, because you probably shouldn't be in elected office. But... It's it's okay. It just didn't really do very much for me. I hate to say it, but I kind of want to see the remake. I have a feeling I'm going to like the remake a little bit more. <laughs> oh my God. You would. You just to see. Don is a movie. Yeah, go ahead. sorry. I was just going to say it's I'm a movie. Gonna... I am surprised I have not seen. Boy, I don't even know if I'd recommend it for you. I I think we just hit a point in the show where it's like there's a bunch of movies like that. Where I'm like that'll be an episode one day. Why am I going to waste an afternoon on it? I'll just go in fresh. Yeah. Oh, boy, I don't want to take notes on that. I have to pay attention again. All right, moving on to another movie from the 80s. Uh, Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, <laughs> somehow on the list. Every Halloween fan will insist, no, 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 this is one of the good ones. And I'm happy that they think that. I don't but, see I, it. But unfortunately, I did not grow up running this from Blockbuster. So, uh... 
I don't care. It's not very good. Now, a lot of the people who like these movies, who I, I don't know, uh, they say that they don't understand why people like this one. They don't even know why it was made. And I know exactly why it was made. It is in the title of the movie. This is exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they also just wanted to get Michael Myers back onto the screen. They they saw that Halloween three didn't go over well. I guess people don't like Stacy Nelkin as much as I do. So they're like, okay, let's bring him back, but let's have the mask look somehow like he's confused the whole time. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? It looks you so made bad. this movie solely because everyone was so butthurt that you made a Halloween without Michael Myers. You're like, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it. How do you fuck that up? Dude, it it's the looks one awful. thing you have to get right. You have to think it's, like, stored somewhere. Like, the one the original guy wore, just use that one. And it's like, no, 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 what if we make the eyes even bigger? Like, he's totally... They're just like, yeah, make some more expressionless. It's like, what do you mean, more expressionless? What does that mean? It's <laughs> not how syntax works. Exactly. Yeah, anyway, that movie is dull. There's no creativity, no originality. The scares aren't scary. Uh, the humor isn't funny. The characters aren't well-defined. There is nothing memorable about it besides... Possibly the worst ending in Halloween history. That says a lot. The ending, it's I'm going to spoil it because this movie is not worth it. Halloween 4, there's that, there's that little girl. Her name is Jamie, named after who only knows. And uh, she's being like, she's traumatized because Michael Myers is trying to kill her with a knife. Uh, at the end of the movie, she recreates the opening of the first Halloween movie because, and I guess they're doing like, a, oh, she's so traumatized now, she's going to be the killer. And thankfully, they don't really follow that line of thinking in the next movie, or they so sure I've heard. sure don't. Yeah. Uh, it is one of the dumbest things I've ever seen, specifically because that's a ripoff of one of the Friday the 13th movies. That was the remembered, like, <laughs> the little kid. I can't believe they actually fucking did little that. Little Feldman. Shit. Yeah, little Corey Feldman. It's like, of all the things you're going to rip off, that's what you're going to? You're going to rip off the only slasher movie series that's worse than yours? That's low. That's really low. So, no, I did not like it in a box with a fox or with Courtney Cox. Well, only eight more of them left. Yeah, good Let's point. chugging along. They're not on the list, though, so I'm okay. So, next one I watched is also on the list. And this is one that I've heard of for, like, a long time. Every once in a while, you hear about those movies... It's not just in the context of, like, oh, what are the worst movies ever made, and they make your list in some capacity. This is more like, you hear a title that's so ridiculous, you're like, that can't be real. You look it up, and like, oh, it is real. And sort of builds its reputation over time, and much like Young Sheldon, people tell you, no, no, Chris, really, it's good. <laughs> uh, but I have to say, sometimes those people are completely right. Killer Clowns from Outer Space owns. I love this movie. Oh, yeah, dude. This is one oh, of the best movies song. I've ever seen. Yes! Oh my god, dude. One of the best theme songs I have ever heard in my life. No doubt about it. I fucking loved it. The movie is so good. Yeah, dude. Okay, so let me... For those of you who are, who are like, Oh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I know that's a real movie because I, I have access to Wikipedia. and I can just look that sort of thing up. You don't understand. This ties back in with our Ghost Shark episode because it takes the idea of a premise and says, no, we're actually going to do this. This isn't going to be one of those sci-fi movies. Your, your Letterboxd review really nailed this. This isn't going to be one of those sci-fi movies where you barely see the thing and they hardly even address it. It's like, no, no, no. They went out to a band called The Dickies. And they, they contacted them, hey, write a theme song for our movie. What's your movie called? Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, fucking am. And they create this great, 
great theme song that references P.T. Barnum. It has, like, the, the guitar does, like, one of those uh, scales that sounds like circus music. It all makes sense in its own context. The clowns are some of the most hideous fucking things I've ever seen in my life. They use cotton candy to cocoon people. They've got a, a ray gun that shoots uh, uh, popcorn. They they have this little you know balloon animal dog that can sniff people out and chase them down. It's it really goes all in. Let's not even talk about Clownzilla at the end. Oh my uh, God. I especially like John Vernon's presence in this movie. Uh, listeners to this podcast. Both of you may remember John Vernon from uh, Batman the Animated Series. He plays Rupert Thorne, one of the bosses of Gotham's underworld and the only one without superpowers. Uh, this is the second time I've heard him complaining about clowns, so it's uh, it's kind of nice. I I love this movie, I especially the theme song. You guys, if you haven't heard the theme song from Killer Clowns from Outer Space, look it up. Buy it on iTunes. It's so fucking good. Yes, you Anytime should. Anytime someone brings up that movie, that's my immediate thought is, I should watch that again. Yeah. Because last year, Spirit, like the Halloween store, one of their big properties, they had a lot of killer clown stuff, and I was really wanting to spend irresponsible money on it, and I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, you know, this is one of those movies that feels like the Prime Fairy would have delivered it if it wasn't like already meme to death by the internet. But like, Alex, if and when you listen to this next year, you should actually watch this movie. It's really, really good. I love that movie. Of that fucking movie. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's gonna be great. Well, like, okay, Killer Clowns, yeah. very funny. Oh no, we are committed a hundred and twenty percent to this bit. Yeah, right until you're sick of it, and then credits roll. Yes, yeah. they fight Clownzilla. Yeah. <laughs> well, I uh, let's get down and dirty, boys. So, how do I lead into this? I, I got a good intro. So, back when my mom was on chemo and dying. She uh, oh, was Christ. she uh, she wanted to watch what she called mindless television because usually she wanted to watch like stuff that required you to invest a little bit in the show. You know, she liked watching like premiere miniseries and stuff like that. But when she was just kind of resting and recovering, she uh, she wanted to just kind of turn her brain off and veg out and watch like stuff where she didn't have to think too much. Just let the sounds and the sights just sort of you know take care of you. And that's more or less what I was going for with all the anime OVAs I watched. Uh, I really hate that you've cursed me the idea of your mom just like laying in bed like, oh, it's okay, come in, I'm just watching violence, Jack. <laughs> just trying to unwind from a stressful day. She would not like violence, Jack. I, I would hope not. I don't know many she, people who would like violence, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, okay, that so her. that's a, an important thing here. So of all the ones that I watched, I watched one, two, three, four, I have too many to count. None of them had hellquakes. So I was in a very awkward situation here where I wasn't really sure what was going on in any of these at any real point. Because if you don't start with a hellquake, how am I supposed to know what happens to the greatest economy in the world, Japan? <laughs> the hellquake in 80s OVAs is the same as every fantasy movie starting with a text crawl about in the age of elves. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, Tokyo... Far future, nineteen ninety seven. The Hellquake destroys the world. So got it. Yeah, roving biker gangs. Check. <laughs> got it. So one of the fun things about this is uh, you get to see what movies in America were popular in Japan. Here's a movie that was popular in Amer in uh, Japan that wasn't quite as popular in America. John Carpenter's The Thing. 
And I learned that with all these fucking uh, OVAs because people watch that and they are just like, damn, this shit is sick, yo. Uh, there, well, let's see, some of these that I watched. Um, well, one that stands out is one that you had a great review for is uh, Wicked City, which I think may be the precursor to Demon City Shinjuku. I don't know, but... Oh, it's boy. it's like you said, some incredible animation, some uh, a really great storyline as far as I'm concerned. I actually like the characters, and I, I like the idea of the story, but way too much ghoul rape for me. I just... Uh, <laughs> it is oppressive. I like, was uh, Oh, genuinely, she's going to be punished. Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, oh I see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, There's... any second now, everyone I've ever had a crush on my whole life is going to walk through the door like Kramer. Great. There's so much. They never stop. <laughs> I, I truly don't. I don't get it. I don't understand why you keep showing it. And I understand. It's like, oh, yeah, you, you know. do. Well, I understand. <laughs> yeah, they're do. Japan. They're full of perverts. That's what they do. But they're not that perverted. At least I hope. That movie rips. Yeah. Right up until yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I, I hardly. I, I don't know if you can cut that stuff out. Like, I got lucky with that. Uh, what was that ninja? with Ninja Scroll. Ninja I got lucky. Scroll. They just got the I whole part ninja out. Scroll again. Yeah, and find the uh, the Chris Field copy. <laughs> the one where they cut out all that shit. Seventeen minutes. Yeah, I hope that you could do that sort of thing to Wicked City because this is a, a thing I want to make for all the nearly all the OVAs, and I'll get to the notable exceptions in a bit. They all had female nudity. You're going to see some breasts in here. It's whatever. I'm a guy. I can take that. I'm fine with that. I, I'm fine with seeing humans copulate. But what I'm not fine with seeing is rape. I, I don't like seeing that, and it pisses me off. And I'm so happy Alex isn't here. So, anyway, yeah. I didn't... <laughs> Both. Anyway, uh, one of the notable exceptions to these, and I thought, I actually found this really fascinating, is I found a whole bunch of anime OVAs that were pretty explicitly made for girls and they don't have uh nudity they don't have almost any sexuality at all uh the most you'll see is maybe a bra strap and that is about it and some of them are very interesting like there is one that's a horror uh anime ova but you watch and you're like this is pretty clearly meant for girls i can tell that this is meant for girls like they do things that women would be more scared of than guys like, for example getting uh, a really hideous rash that keeps on growing you know i uh, there are these two girls who are their best friends but they also have like psychic communication sort of stuff and i don't remember what it was it was, like, it was called the karura mao movie and it's full title something i unpronounceable uh now, some of these aren't quite as good. Cypher is... Uh, I don't even know if that counts as a movie. Like, I liked it more than everyone else did just because it was uh, one of those mindless things. You just sort of put it on while you're working. Like, oh, nice anime-looking thing. It's all in English. Cypher is about uh, two guys. Uh, they're identical twins. One's a football star, and one of them is just really good at school, I guess. And it takes place in Japan. I don't understand how there's a football guy in Japan. But, uh, and one girl falls in love with both of them i there is basically no story uh it'd be wrong to say that there is one but they're both kind of like good looking guys in a twink sort of way so i think girls are into that sort of thing uh b-boy kidnap an idol is another one in that vein it's uh, a lot of these have really good titles uh and that's one of those bl things bl stands for boy love and it's exactly what you think it is oh. uh, yeah <laughs> uh yeah, girls seem to like that one a whole lot. Uh, what, are, what are some of the other ones I like here? Uh, falling in line with Twilight Eclipse, I watched Vampire Princess Miu. It's way too long. 
Uh, Bride of Deimos is that's another one that like that looked like it was explicitly for girls because you look at the guy in there and it reminds me of what was that webcomic where they were talking about like oh you know guys are sexualized in movies too I mean look at Batman with all his muscles and the girl makes a good point it's like that's not what sexualization is to women like that's just power fantasy right uh, here's how I would draw Batman to make him look sexualized. He's kind of got like this look in his eye, like he's like these pouting lips and everything. He kind of looks like an anime character. The guy's like, oh, ew. Uh, anyway, there's a guy in the movie who, who's like a demon sort of thing and hitting on a girl. He looks just like that. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, all right, I guess that's what they're into. That being said, I mean, for all the thing, it's like I, I'm saying it's for girls. I'm not saying girls would like it though, because <laughs> I, I that's the thing. It's like nearly the entire anime industry is just filled with, like, dudes. And so dudes are like, yeah, what would chicks like? I don't know. What if the guy looked kind of gay? You know? And they put it in that, and they're like, oh, okay. Women must I mean, like that. they're not wrong. Right. Yeah. Yasha has, like, 700 episodes. They're not wrong. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. So, it also, uh, you know, trying to create something cute, which uh, none of these had anything cute in there, I'll tell you that much. Uh, one of the... Uh, <laughs> one of my favorites to talk about is Riding Bean. Riding Bean is uh, an anime movie that barely counts as a movie because it's uh, under 50 minutes long. Uh, the file I downloaded, naughty Chris, is 8 gigabytes uh, for 45 minutes. And the main character talks like he's doing the world's laziest impression of Elvis Presley. Uh He's a cop who I assume is just a super cop because he can just fucking flip cars. Uh, just... You know, I thought that was like Walter Jones could do that, but I, I guess he can do it too. <laughs> and uh, he likes to save, I don't know, children or something like that. There's a lot of gunplay, a lot of like the lone cop sort of thing. Uh, Crying Freeman 1, Portrait of a Killer is like that. He he cries over his victims, so at least someone will do that. But uh, none are quite as good as Goku Midnight Eye. Now, Parker. I like all those words. I like every one of those oh, words. Oh, you haven't seen this? Oh, my goodness. Well, we know what you're doing after this. So, uh, this is one of the ones that Alex reviewed with a, a great review on Letterboxd saying, I wish I could forget everything I knew so that I could relearn English using only anime OVAs to teach myself the language. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Goku, Midnight Eye. Uh, there's a detective in the police force, and uh, he's one of the best in the entire department, but he plays by his own rules. And he actually says the words out loud, oh, by the way, my name is Goku. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's uh, everyone else in his department is uh, doing suicide by cop. Uh, literally, they're all killing themselves, and uh, they're trying to figure out what's causing this mass suicide epidemic. Turns out there's this nude woman with big breasts, and she's got, like, uh, peacock feathers and stuff like that that confuses him. Kind of like in Hercules, The Lost Journey. Uh, don't look it up. Anyway, uh, he's trying to figure it out, and he gets caught. He's about to die, but some guy saves him. And what does he do? Well, he removes his left eye and replaces it with a midnight eye. What's a midnight eye? Well, the midnight eye is connected to every single computer, mainframe, database in the country. So he can gain knowledge instantly with that eye. And uh, adventure ensues. Oh, yeah, there's also a... He goes to a strip club, and I'm like, oh, no, a club scene. Oh, hey, look at that stripper who not only is nude, but also has... What appears to be a motorcycle grafted to her back, uh, it's and it's only about fifty minutes long. So Parker, <laughs> this one is for you. So in the second Goku Midnight Eye, uh, I think <laughs> two of them. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know which one I like more. I think I like the first one a little bit more. I think the the second one might get a little uh, a little too much sexual assault in there for me. Uh, oh, yeah. you don't say. Yeah, but the first one's usually like I think the first one's a little bit cleaner. Um, you know the the best one that I watched though. I uh, for some reason original video animation I never really understood that for the whole time I thought OVA just meant like yeah one single standalone movie maybe a Goku Two Midnight Eye. Well, it could also mean a six-episode series called Mobile Suit Gundam 0080 War in the Pocket. And, I've not uh, seen that one, but no, I've seen a lot from that era. Yeah, interesting that you say that because apparently this is one of the most critically acclaimed of the Gundam series. And watching it, I can certainly see why, because this is really well made. It's, uh, I can't believe I'm saying, sorry, I, I can't believe I'm saying this about Gundam, but it's rather reserved. It's very mature. Uh, it's uh, it makes a lot of good points. Um, the main character never gets inside of a Gundam. Now I haven't said anything that would make you want to watch this yet, but uh, it's got good animation. It's very well edited. I actually do think this is worth people's time. So I'm not even sure how to classify it, whether it's a TV show or a miniseries or whatever. But uh, I I did actually think this one was well made. So uh, I'm glad I got to see this. But, uh, you know, there's also ones here I haven't even talked about. Uh, I didn't have anything to say about Root Search, or Maru Senki, or Laughing Target, or Lily C.A.T., which is really just The Thing meets Alien. And Alien. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I also watched Neo Tokyo. What? Yeah. Everything I know is a lie. Yeah. Weird that there's a Neo It's not as good, is it? Is anything? You know what? No. Neo Tokyo is interesting for one particular reason. I believe it was made by the same people who went on to make, just a year later, Akira, which is one of my favorite movies ever. And there are certain scenes where you can tell. And the animation looks very similar, which means it looks very good because Akira had fantastic animation. But it's weird because it's kind of like one of those uh, Peter Cushing horror anthology sort of things where they got three separate stories going on. Now we're talking. Right, Now yeah. we're speaking <laughs> my language. Uh, the opening scene is, it doesn't look like any anime I've ever seen. And it's got like this girl, and there's a cat and a ball and a clown or something. I, I didn't really understand it. The second one is my favorite part of the thing where there's a guy, he, it looks like F-Zero or a precursor to F-Zero. The guy drives so fast that he drives uh, faster than anyone has ever driven or something. I don't know. Uh, then there's uh, ones I don't like very much, like Ultimate Teacher. Now, uh, uh, now Parker, on uh, the list that you sent me of all those anime OVAs, I, a little warning to anyone I've also sent these to, just because it has that title, uh, warning not for absolutely not for children, Scuzz anime of the eighties and nineties. Isn't Scuzz like the, the the groups that Young Thug was in? Uh, the uh, that warning should be taken very seriously. Obviously, you're not going to show any of this shit to kids, but also look at the covers because you can see them right there. And the cover will be a really good indicator of whether there's going to be sexual assault in here. You know what you can do? You just not watch it. Now, I thought, oh, maybe this one will be a dignified portrayal. Uh, th that doesn't actually exist in Japan. So Ultimate Teacher is... Luckily, there is no sexual assault in this one. Um, at least not that I was paying attention to. But there are so many panty jokes and like, oh, I gotta look at her panties and there's a joke about her panties. Oh, she's wearing two panties at once. I don't understand Japan's obsession here. I Something went wrong during the second nuke and now they're all interested in girls' underwear. It doesn't make a lick of sense to me. 
Uh, yeah, we really did a number on them. Yeah. That's on us. See, the thing that really bothers me about it is, but for all those jokes, this would oh, actually be... pooping silly. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it were not for that joke, uh, then Ultimate Teacher is actually kind of funny. There are some really funny moments in there. I, I like the... Uh, the main teacher guy, he could, he does things that are very, very funny, and there, it's obviously built around comedy, but uh, I don't even know what it was like with panty jokes and stuff. So, uh, did not like it. Sam, I am. Various ninja movies: Blood Rain, Curse of the Yoma, uh, Wrath of the Ninja, the Yotoden movie. You know the standard stuff. Uh, but one that stood out to me was Devil Man, Volume One: The Birth. I've had this on my desktop for months, and I saw you watch it. I was like, yeah, it's time. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Let's make this happen. Now, I watched the dub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to watch the dub. Oh, my God, you guys. This is rather astonishing that they let this get out. It's, it's kind of... <laughs> We have to go back. Yeah, it is. To a simpler time where you would go to Blockbuster and be like, Wow, an anime about the devil, and just hear the worst dub you've ever heard in your life with some of the most heinous violence you've ever seen. Yeah, oh, there is so much violence in this. In fact, I actually thought it was kind of mean-spirited, because there's a scene where they go into a club, and you you guys know I hate club scenes, and... What they proceed to do is like, no, the devil's here, and he's going to come attack these people, so we got to kill them first. And so he, they proceed to brutally murder every single person in this club, and then turns out well, they were right. Guitar is shredding. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds so me. Good. Yeah, it reminds me of from Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> really? Yeah. They kill. It takes a little bit to be like, hey. We should probably kill these people so the devil can't get him. He's like, damn, you're right, and he turns into the devil man. Why is he called Devil Man? Because he's part devil, part man. I hope that clears yes. it up, everybody. I'm pretty sure that's a white zombie song, too. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the devil powers by... Uh, he meets he meets this guy who's like, Hey, man, yeah. uh, check this shit out. <laughs> uh, I wrote down, by the way, I wrote down this yeah, quote here. They're driving the car, and he just goes, My father's dead. I'm sorry to hear that. What happened? Did he have an accident? No. Suicide. He covered himself in gas and had a last cigarette. It's true what they say. Smoking's bad for your health, especially when it's your own flesh you're smoking. And then they show it <laughs> in graphic detail. He's like, hey, by the way, this is what my dead dad who burned stuff alive left me. And it's just a giant demon head that he puts on. Right, yeah. And he gets the power of Amon? Is that it? I, something like that. It, I thought it was, uh, no, it was uh, uh, Akuman or something like that. I think it's like that because it's like it's got like demon in there and Akuma is a devil or a demon or something. Uh, regardless, the character design when I first started on, I thought it was going to be one of those, oh, this is made for girls sort of things because the main character oh. just looks kind of cutesy. You know? He reminds me, the I mean, way that he's drawn, he looks like, what was that awful movie I made you watch? The, the, the Snow Queen? Right, oh, it's like fuck yeah, you. <laughs> the Russian cartoon. He kind of looks like that. That out, and then the ghouls come in, and uh... like the cold open of the movie is just like the most fairy-looking fairies you've ever seen flying around, yeah. and then the most disgusting monsters you've ever seen violently eating them and ripping them apart. Yeah, Japan, are you okay? <laughs> no, the answer's so, no. Yeah, uh, Devil Man Volume One: The Birth was uh, that will haunt me. So, Parker, tell me about so Devil Man Volume 2. <laughs> see, I don't want to tell you too much about it, because you need to watch I it. I do but need to watch it. But let me put it to you this yes. way. Um, 
So this is like a lot of OVAs where it's like, all right, we well, have to cram all these volumes of this into 50 minutes, which means there's a lot in Devilman Volume 1 where it's, all right, let's sit in this room. Here's how demon lore works. Yes. And in Volume 2, um, is there microfiche information. <laughs> you know what the, how the demons work. So it's just 50 minutes of him fighting two big bad demons. The first one is a giant turtle demon. The dub voice sounds like, I say, I say, I have all these souls. <laughs> and on his turtle shell is just the souls of people he's tormenting. And the devil man has to fight him to the death. And then the second half of it is him fighting the giant demon bird. Naturally. super good. Yeah. They're just flying around, beating the shit out of each other, ripping off limbs. It's a strong recommend. He constantly refers to her panties as knickers. Oh, and what they the keep saying that word. <laughs> I like. I, She's like, I oh, like you make more. a funny kiss. I'll wear no knickers at all. It's like, what the fuck is this? That's, wait, they so, talk like a fucking little house on the prairie, and then five seconds later, a horrendous demon, like one of the worst things you could conjure up, just appears and like grows eight mouths and tries to devour her, and then she talks about her. <laughs> bloomers again oh i japan rules you guys i will say that i i prefer those words to panties panties is maybe my least favorite word or it's up there somewhere uh okay i guess that makes it all right then so yeah you gotta watch it's real good yeah really light on the exposition just a lot of very violent bloody demon murder yeah oh god that nightclub scene yeah just how quickly he's turned like, yeah, no, we have to create the Sabbath. He's like, yeah, you're right. And he just immediately starts stabbing people with a broken beer bottle while 80s hair metal plays. Yeah, also, other you patrons guys. in the bar are making fun of him as his friend kills people, which... Uh, we gotta go back. Yeah. We have to go back. Yeah, it reminds me very much of that scene in, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, where he goes to that leather <laughs> <Yeah>. bar. <laughs> no, just, that was reminding me of uh, Never Too Young to Die. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, faithful listeners... Just go to YouTube and type Devil Man Dub, because that's oh, how yeah. I watched it. Yeah, that's, that's and there's the ideal plenty way to of watch compilations. Um, Do not watch these in 1080p. No, yeah. they keep referencing Dante's Inferno, but they all say Dante in Dante. <laughs> and it's so distracting. <laughs> that's it's the so way really that good. God intended it. Thank you, Shigeru Miyamoto, for inventing really anime. <laughs> so, uh, did you watch anything else? Well, um, I got a couple things. Mm. Um, anyone who wants to see Doctor Strange 2 will have already seen it by the time this comes That's out so I don't need yeah. to spend a lot of time on it mm-hmm. I got what I wanted out of it and had a wonderful time That's good. I can see why normies wouldn't but uh, I'm just happy to see the boy Sam Raimi back at it again uh, did you think that was scary enough for an R rating? no but it was very <laughs> funny that there were like 5 or 6 jump scares in my crowded Mother's Day theater screening fantastic yeah they were Upset, not as upset as the, as the nerds who stayed for the whole credits, just for the post credit scene to be a Bruce Campbell gag. Yes, incredibly good. Oh, I love, love to that. See it. Yeah, love to see him bringing back his old friend, just to have him do three Stooges gags <laughs> in his two hundred million dollar movie. It's so. Oh, cool. I love that. But I mean, I guess I can do light spoilers because, like I said, yeah, if you wanted to see it, it, you're going to see it. Right, exactly. I mean, a big shout out to be like, all right, so how do we end this movie? How do we have the final fight? Okay, so Doctor Strange is stranded in this universe, so he's going to use this book of dark magic, you know, like an evil book of sorts that Sam Raimi's familiar with. Yes. And he's going to use that to um, cast his consciousness into 
his corpse from another universe. So, like, the big finale is a zombie version of Doctor Strange lumbering along, and it has to get up this hill. Well, um, the souls of the damned are mad that he's, like, crossing these boundaries and taking over dead body. But since he's a master magician, uh, he uses his magic to bring the souls onto his side and just makes the giant um, skeleton ghosts that all sound like evil dead zombies tormenting Ash. Uh, he makes them into his wings and then flies up there and they have a magic battle. Five stars. <laughs> it's pretty good. Great. I can see why Norm used to be mad that it is. Uh, it has, like, you know, style to it. <laughs> interesting. Oh, no, visuals. not that. <laughs> I kicked my feet like a little kid when uh, the villain was attacking the base, and it did a bunch of snappy camera zooms to doors slamming and the candles going out. Oh, hell yeah. I was, a little, I was just kicking my Dude, little Dude, I would love that so much. It made me real happy. Yeah, maybe I I'll watch it. Time. I don't know. Uh, look forward to Alex coming out next week and telling me I'm a fucking idiot for liking it. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. But speaking of Sam Raimi, so we know I'm a piggy for superhero stuff. We know I'm a piggy for horror stuff. I watched uh, his his movie A Simple Plan. Mm -hmm. It is incredible. I had no idea this movie existed. What is this? Who's in it? Besides Uh, Bruce Campbell. The main characters are Bill Paxton and Billy Bob Thornton. Ooh. It is basically like Fargo's weird cousin of just these uh, small town, you know, simple folk coming across a whole lot of money and it corrupting them. And then every step just being the wrong step and just the constant like, okay, so this went wrong, but if we just do this and then we can keep the money. And it's just, it is so good. All of the performances are great. Like, I know Billy Bob as Sling Blade and then that weird shit he did with Angelina Jolie. Yeah. This is like one of the best supporting roles I've seen in a long time. Bill Paxton is, I mean, he's Bill Paxton. He's the fucking goat. Mm Mm-hmm. I fucking loved this movie, like, a whole lot. I'm gonna have to check this I out. had never heard of it, did not know it existed until last week, and it's one of my favorite movies I've watched this year. I will be watching it as much as I watch Evil Dead and Spider-Man, just for different reasons. I fucking love this movie. Alright, that's in my future. And then the other thing I watched, uh, you know, I've watched a lot of comic book movies. I've watched a lot of Batman movies. I've never in my life watched any Adam West Batman. Oh. So, buddy, we popped in Batman 66. Uh-huh. The movie fucking rules. <laughs> it's so good. I think you liked it a little bit more than I did, but I, I don't remember almost anything about it. I, I don't think I, I was able to what I think a lot of people who didn't grow up with that experience where you just know, like, all the jokes about right, it. Right, like, yeah, yeah. Wow, how campy. And then you sit down and watch it and go... Oh no, that was on purpose. This was absolutely all supposed to be like this. Mm -hmm. And that was just never explained to us. We're like, oh, very funny. Shark repellent spray. But then it cuts and there's like five different aquatic animal repellent sprays. Yeah. And he has to choose the shark one. Like, what we need in these movies is a bunch of villains hanging out in a submarine and scheming. That's what movies are missing now. Yes, absolutely. Just like, oh, who should we, how are we going to work them into the universe? Like, no, they're just all hanging out, and they all have a plan, and this guy has riddles, but this guy has jokes, and this guy just goes, meh, with his disguise, <laughs> and then she has a cat that doesn't really do anything. Yeah. And then she just takes off her mask, and she does a Russian accent. <laughs> I had a surprisingly good time, yeah. but I will say, 
boy, we we needed to end at about eighty five minutes. Oh yeah, the, I was what the say, fuck we were thinking. I think guys, I remember what are we doing. Yeah, I think I remember watching it and thinking, why is this so long? <laughs> why why is this still going? This is illegal. Like I think I tried to do that back. I think back when I was living at home, I was like, maybe I'll watch the the sixty six Batman show, and I can understand like some context for why the Batman eighty nine one was such a big deal. Every single one of those episodes is like an hour. I'm not going to fucking do yeah, that. They have like fucking a million of those episodes too. And they're all two-parters. Yeah, can't be doing that. Absolutely yeah. cannot be doing that. Batman stuck a good over time here. With this movie. Will he escape Catwoman's f- perfect <laughs> plan? I have a frame of reference for like all these versions of all these characters now because they're all in the one movie. Mm-hmm. I don't ever need to go back, and that's fine. Exactly. But I very much appreciate having this experience. Yeah, I had a very good time watching it. Will not watch a single episode of the series. Yeah. Uh, one final thing, I guess, before we move on to the Transformers movie, it's according to Wikipedia, it's the Transformers the movie. Uh, one last thing sure. I watched, and this is a punishment to Alex. This is what you get when you don't show up. I watched season two of What We Do in the Shadows, and I'd like to talk about Jackie Daytona. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> Greatest. One of, a, one of the best episodes of anything I've ever seen. <laughs> How much did you, time did you spend talking like that? I. How many times have you said Arizona? <laughs> This is just how we talk. I want to <laughs> sponsor a fucking volleyball team now. <laughs> oh, it was very good. I like that they brought back various characters that I was uh, missing. Uh, I actually thought that they were going to do too much of Colin Robinson in the episode where he gets uh, too much power because he gets promoted. But you know what? They handled that really well. <laughs> it's a really good episode. Yeah. I, one of my favorites is the one where he uh, he feeds energy off of creating mindless arguments online. And uh, someone we responds to say, it's like, that is incredibly racist. <laughs> yes, it is. And he moves on to something else. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Mark Hamill's best performance in the last 10 years. He uh, says no. <laughs> He's so happy to be there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I was not expecting to see Haley Joel Osment in anything, but uh, <laughs> he's actually really fucking good. Not for long. Yeah, I know, I know, but still, while he's in there, he's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, that, dude, turns out the show is good. Who knew? Uh, so good. I, I do think I prefer the first season a little bit. Um, but the second one is also really good. I'm eager to move on to the third. So now I have simply irresistible stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'm gonna start thinking about that now. <laughs> I might watch that episode. After yeah, good I idea. Watch that. Goku Private Eye. Or Goku Midnight Eye. Yeah, exactly. Oh, such a good name. Yes, absolutely. Okay, God, so that's how you're walking through a blockbuster. You see Goku Midnight Eye. You're not leaving without it, yeah. You have have to. You have to know. All right. Let's talk about the Transformers, the movie. So How? (laughs) I I guess because I was on the anime uh, in the 80s kick, I was just like, well, Transformers is kind of like that because it's technically a Japanese thing, right? Like, I think it started in Japan. And Americans found it, and I think they overdubbed it. Or maybe it started over here, and they outsourced the animation to Japan. I just know in some way it's a Japanese thing. So, uh, either way, uh, a little bit of background before this, because we're not going to go scene by scene, because this movie's fucking incomprehensible. But um, 
I didn't really watch Transformers growing up because it was it was done before I was even born, I think. This movie came out in 86, and I was born in 89, uh, for those of you keeping score at home. And I the only toys I had were, like, the really cheap ones. You find it, like, a church yard sale. You don't even have to pay money for it. You just take it. And it's, like, it's just a robot that just goes to a car, and that's about all it does. There's really nothing interesting to it. But uh, I guess I could sort of... See, the, oh, that's not true. I never really understood why people like Transformers. I would like to give a shout-out to uh, one of my college roommates. His name was Nick Carbone. And I'm not going to make fun of him because uh, he's actually one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. And he really liked Transformers. And I think he watched the entire series run while we were living together up in Lackov Hall. And uh, I didn't understand the appeal, but uh, he was really happy with it. And the Spider-Man cartoon. And Jason oh. David Frank. So, uh... Okay, no, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. You got <laughs> yeah, me. You got yeah, me yeah, there we go. Uh, right, let's just say it off the top here. Transformers fucking suck. Okay, yeah. I uh, I just don't I understand why. I grew up in the why. 80s, yeah. so I don't give a shit. I think that was... You cannot get back to it. Yeah, that was the same way that I felt about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I had one... I think Donatello was it, like, toy that I... Another, like, churchyard sale sort of thing. We didn't come for money. And I didn't watch the cartoons, I didn't watch the movies, I did not understand the appeal. The same thing goes with Transformers. Neat idea! I like the idea that one toy becomes a different toy. Hey, that's great marketing. But it kind of reminds me of something that I said on the uh, the episode where we talked about the Orange Years. How they had creator-driven cartoons instead of a toy-driven cartoon. Transformers is explicitly a toy-driven cartoon. This will factor in to this movie very, very strongly. <laughs> and I would like to amend my previous statement. Like I said, we did not grow up in the 80s, yeah. so we have no love for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the contrary, I grew up in the 90s, mm-hmm. as did you. Yeah. And if someone born in the 2000s went, Hey, uh, you know that Gundam show that you said started here? Yeah, Gundam Wing? That's the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. First of all, they're right. Yeah. And second of all, immediately throwing my shirt off on the ground... <laughs> stomping my feet like a bull and charging because it's unwatchable it is fucking wretched the dub is horrendous but it was the first gundam series that aired in america like that started the whole thing here well if the dub is horrendous it might be in my future so yeah it's actually. (laughs) but like i get it If, if i was five years old and i saw transformers it would have taken over my entire life right unfortunately i was 25 Uh, and it was unwatchable interestingly enough i think i've seen transformer the transformers the movie on one of the lists of the top 100 animated films i was like there's no way how did that happen because it's also on another list of uh b movies uh bad movie list or something like that i'm like all right that seems a bit strong because there's like mst movies on there this can't be that bad right so could tell you a I went to wikipedia.org in order to read more about this movie before I got in, and I was overwhelmed. I know we haven't even talked about the movie yet, which, uh, by the way, keep waiting. Uh, But there are so many guys I'm about to list off. First of all, number one guy, as always, is Dino De Laurentiis, who apparently was behind this. The legend. We miss you, Dino. So everyone knows that this is the movie that killed off Orson Welles. Rest in pepperoni. I thought you were going to say Optimus Prime. (laughs) 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 
Did you see that uh, the tweet thread of uh, Orson Welles hating everything and everyone? Because yeah. I fucking love that, alright? Orson Welles might be my favorite actor of all time just for his voice. And to learn that he just doesn't like anything, I think I like him even more now. Even when he's hating on movies that I liked, like Rear Window, I was like, you know what? Maybe he's right and I'm wrong. <laughs> Orson Welles transferring the power of the inner John Q into yeah. someone else as he dies <laughs> to become the new Orson Prime. My favorite one was uh, people were like, oh, you played uh, Unicron? Is it Unicron? Yes. Oh, thank you. I thought it was Ultron. Gotcha. Alright, you play uh, Unicron in the Actually. Transformers movie, and <laughs> his response is, is that his name? <laughs> Christ. <laughs> he described it to uh, he described it to reporters as I, I play a very large toy who wants to eat a bunch of very small toys, and uh, I can understand why he would say that because it's more or less true. Uh, what people have Got been no problem cashing that check though. Yeah. Uh, at, well, uh, the uh, the thing that the internet does not tell you about this movie is this is also the movie that killed off Scatman Crothers. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a uh, yeah. This is his last role. Very dignified portrayal, I'm sure. <laughs> Jazz, look out! It's fucking Jack Nicholson comes running in, and buries an axe in his robot chest. Yeah. All right. This also this film features the voices of Stand By, dude. These are I'm not kidding when I say these. Eric Edel from fucking Monty Python. Who plays like a, I think he plays a fucking samurai with a Fu Manchu who talks and like, he says he talks TV, where he kind of like, yeah, he says things like, uh, comes in rain or shine, uh, won't wash out the ground, or like all these other things, like it sounds like advertising. It's just Eric Hill just riffing, baby. So, uh. Hey, the alternative for what you described is significantly worse, uh, especially in the 80s. I'm sure. You know what they didn't give a fuck about in the 80s? Asian people. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. That's very true. Uh, this also has Judd Nelson. I don't remember who... Oh, he plays sure. Hot Rod slash Rodimus Prime. Oh, because it's like a... <laughs> Rodimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, fuck 80s yeah. Well, I I remember it was what uh, I was reading about. Uh, there was a really bad Transformers game that came out for like the Famicom or something like that. It's like supposed to be almost impossible to play because it's too hard. And I would, you're like, look at your main character, and you look at him like, oh, it's got to be Optimus Prime, right? Because he's like the good guy. Well, apparently no. Apparently it's Ultra Magnus, uh, who in this movie is voiced by Robert Stack. Uh, I want to talk about Robert Stack real quick. Uh, our more sophisticated uh, listeners will know Robert Stack from a whole host of uh, disaster movies. We know him as the uh, <laughs> we know for the Beavis and Butthead movie. <laughs> I was also going to say basketball for one or scene. that. Yeah, or basketball. <laughs> uh, this also has uh, Frank Welker. Frank Welker is perhaps the most credited voice actor of all time. That guy just does like animal noise. It does a whole bunch be. of things. Uh, he plays several roles in this movie. He plays Wheelie. Guess what his power is? Uh, Soundwave, Frenzy. Rumble and Megatron, and uh, here's an embarrassing admission: <laughs> he's more of a young gunner's friend. <laughs> Rumble. <laughs> All right, so here's an embarrassing admission. Here's where I, I get bullied, and it's a good thing Alex isn't here because he pulled me for this. Uh, embarrassing revelation: I didn't know that Megatron was a bad guy. I thought that. Uh, what the fuck? 
I, they're called Decepticons. Wait, wait I will get to that. All right, in fact, I'll get to it right now. I know the Decepticons are bad guys because it has Decept in there, like Deception. And I know the Autobots are good guys because they have Auto in there, like Autoerotic Asphyxiation, like Rocky. Yeah, but uh, but Megatron was the name of Calvin Johnson Jr. That guy was really good. Why would you name him after a bad guy? If I was Calvin Johnson Jr., I'd be like, I'm six foot five. Stop calling me the bad Transformer. <laughs> I want to be wheelie. Wow, another great touchdown <laughs> by Rodimus Prime. <laughs> I want to be known as Cliff Jumper. God, Roddy White should have gone as Rodimus Prime. Yeah. What an asshole. Yeah. Fuck him. Uh, well, there's, opportunity. there's other great guys here. Uh, Paul Eiding is in here. Uh, Paul Eiding is uh, a guy that my brother and I know from the Metal Gear Solid games. When I say the Metal Gear Solid games, I mean just the first one because that's the only one I played. Uh, Scatman Crothers does, in fact, play jazz. Brutal. Yeah. Casey, Just brutal. Casey Kasem, the voice of Shaggy from the original Scooby-Doo cartoon, plays Cliff Jumper, uh, which just reminds me of that uh, that G.I. Joe thing. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> just pretend that you're editing in him reading the Dead Dog dedication on the air and having a fucking nervous <laughs> breakdown. Uh, Goddamn Dead Dog dedication to an <laughs> upbeat tempo. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, he's great. Uh, Leonard Nimoy is in this as Galvatron. Galvatron is what happens when Megatron is uh, taken over by Unicron, who is voiced by Orson Welles. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don Mas- Is this what you guys feel like when I talk? I'm so sorry. <laughs> and Don Messick is in there. He plays <laughs> I think Don Messick was the original voice of uh, Scooby-Doo, actually. So him, him and Casey Case are probably recording on different days. Just incredible Colin Robinson energy. Yeah. Don Messick See, Galvatron is formed by... He just collapsed at the water that's, that's what they should do. He, uh, I like that Don Messick plays a character named Gears. I hope he likes the New York Giants. Uh, who else is in here? Uh... Uh, a gentleman named David Mendenhall plays a character named Daniel Witwicky. Oh, that's oh! <laughs> Don't say that name around me. Is that a is that a real person? Oh, Sam Witwicky. Do you mean Shia LaBeouf? This is Daniel Witwicky. Watching this is Daniel Witwicky. <laughs> it's important. Okay, so I guess you aren't as familiar with the TV show as I am. I also didn't watch any episodes. I asked my. I watched- the, the first three episodes, yeah. like, when it first got added to Netflix, and I was like, oh, fuck, this is incomprehensible, right, yeah. and never watch it again. Uh, a co-worker of mine, I, I asked him, hey, should I watch the Transform? do I need to watch a Transformers TV series in order to understand the movie? And uh, luckily he did not ask how I got to the point in my life where I'd asked such a question. And in, for, in fact, he kind of roasted, he kind of roasted me, he kind of ethered me, it was just like, this seems like a regular occurrence for you, <laughs> he's not wrong. I do watch a lot of Orson Welles movies. So he said, no, you don't need to watch the entire Transformers cartoon in order to understand the movie. Uh, All you need to know is that uh, Orson Welles died, and uh, this was a reset by Hasbro. Hasbro, the toy company, was apparently all the the toys were getting kind of stale. Kids weren't buying them anymore because they already had all of them, so they decided they would do a reset. By killing off most of the characters in the movie. Uh, it was called The Great Toy Massacre of 1986. Uh, one of the toys that apparently got stale because every kid had them was Optimus Prime. Now, I don't even know whether Megatron is good or bad, but I know Optimus Prime is like the most popular one, and you, they actually kill him off. I will say this, and this is kind of funny to me. 
a lot of people were telling me that the death of Optimus Prime in this movie is one of the saddest moments in nostalgic history or whatever. Oh, fuck off. It happens in the first act. I was, yeah. yeah I, was, I was half expecting him to come back at the end. They were going to do like a Jesus thing or something and like the third day he rose again in fulfillment of the scriptures. Like, they don't even do that. It's just like he's dead and some of the robots are sad. But they don't even cry because they're robots and they don't have tears. So uh, I think Starscream survives. It's like, yeah, we want to preserve him. We haven't sold enough Starscreams. So lots of toys get fucking destroyed. Uh, which I maybe there's a, a sense I didn't have. I don't, whatever toys I had, I didn't know what they were called. I had the one that transformed into a car, which uh, my friends have reliably told That's, me was uh, most all of, of them. them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, wow, how'd you get that rare yeah. model? <laughs> I will say it was kind of funny that Megatron just transforms into a gun. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! This is a different. Time. Yeah. So I guess maybe kids are like they're attached to the the characters. They're attached to the toys. Well, that's a real thing, especially for very young children. And to see your toy and get also blown 35 to thirty-five-year-olds now. Yeah, to see your toy get blown to smithereens on screen, and uh, a little boy survives instead. I, I guess I can see why kids would be maybe a little traumatized by this. It is. Oh my god. My pickle Rick Bunko got <laughs> killed in the first act. <laughs> I, I I gotta tell you, man. Uh, when I look at this movie, it, it is like one of the worst elements of capitalism I think I've ever seen. With the, the toy company, because that's a it's almost like the um the thing I just said about killer clowns from outer space is that they're taking it a little too seriously. You could just start Transformers the next generation, and you just got like new characters in here, and they got to buy new toys. Instead, they're like. No, that won't make sense. It's still going on. We have to kill these characters. So the kids won't <laughs> buy these anymore. They gotta buy the new ones instead. And like, to your point, I didn't watch Transformers growing up, but I watched the shit out of Beast Wars. Oh, you just great. You just jump forward and like, hey, it's all the people, but this time they're this gimmick. You're like, yeah, it's like Power Rangers. I actually... It's a new cast. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Now they're all dinosaurs. That's fine. His name is Optimus Primal. I'm not going to not buy that. Are you kidding me? It's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Well, this takes place 20 years after the show. Uh, Oh, oh, no, no. 20 years after the end of season two, which means nothing to me. I'm just saying words at this point. Uh, By the way, Daniel Witwicky is the son of Spike Spike Witwicky, so write that down. Um, Okay. Got it. Yeah. uh, Cybertron is where they live. I just read the first sentence mm-hmm. of uh, yes. the Wikipedia, oh. so now I know that the heroic Autobots. There's watching the... this movie is like just like blacking out and waking up, yeah. six hours into a Warhammer campaign. Yeah, so I actually did, shaking. Yeah, I did try to pay attention. Not easy. I no, don't even bother. Do I deserve a, a Purple Heart for this? Yes. Maybe you just end the episode. You deserve now. a Purple Energon <laughs> yeah. cube, they, you dickhead. Everything ends in on. Every, there's Energon, there's Cybertron, there's Megatron. Uh, forgot about him, didn't you? So did I. Like, there's a whole bunch of these. Like, Unicron, uh, they, they're they're going to get, like, dropped into a, a, a pit with, with Sharkerons in there. They're going to eat them or something. I don't know. Uh, well, You know what's awesome? What? Is that Alex isn't here for this, so he's at home just shaking, yeah. saying, do the voice. Yeah. So I will. Man, what's good, y'all? My name's Galvatron. You know, I entered the Astro Train. And... <laughs> oh, yeah, there's something he likes called looking at high-res pictures of Energon. Yeah. 
He doesn't use it, though. No, yeah. By the way, uh, how do you know which is the coolest and most uh, cool of all the uh, cool Autobots? Well, they have something called the Matrix of Leadership. Oh, fuck, that's right. Yeah. So Optimus Prime, who fucking dies, gives it to Ultra Magnus. Uh, you can tell which one Ultra Magnus is, because he's the one who looks like Optimus Prime. <laughs> he really does. I remember that part. Yeah. It's like, oh, Optimus is dead. Who's going to take over? Oh, the one who looks like Oh, a, a newer toy of Optimus Prime. It feels Got like it. they just had, like, excess stock, and they were just like, uh, new name on this one, buy it. <laughs> so that's what they like, did. As someone who consumes every comic book movie even i watched the transformers movie and i'm like this feels really cynical you guys yeah. <laughs> this seems a little greedy yeah uh well oh boy. hot rod uh <laughs> is also there and he's uh he's a lot of fun what happens next oh yeah uh Optimus so Rodimus. fucking megatron kills optimus prime can you imagine watching this with my dad in the theater? <laughs> no. Absolutely. How did you get him there? No, that's there yeah, that's that good point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, he'd be the one with the gun. Uh Megatron's gun. Uh by the way, if I was Optima if I was Megatron and like first of all I would not be friends with Starscream because I don't want a guy with that voice in my crew. If oh I, I would also not transform into a gun and then put myself in Starscream's hands because <laughs> he, A, would probably miss, and B, he would also try to crush it because apparently Starscream doesn't get along with Megatron. They fight a lot, like an old married couple. Uh, that was my biggest surprise. So, like, even without ever watching the episode, like, you know what Starscream is. Like, you know it's an important character. And the first time you hear him talk, you're like, wait, really? Yeah. This is more like the three characters you guys latch on to. Well, I, I, I can't listen to this. I guess I, I have a hundred episodes of this coming. No, 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 no. Why does the dinosaur talk like that? I'm turning oh, this yeah. off. Oh, yeah. What the fuck was up with the dinosaur? Which, by the way, was the most alarming thing. So the only Transformers movie I'd seen before this was The Last Night. Uh, everyone likes oh, to talk about the Transformers episode that we did. Uh, and I remember being confronted with this fucking T-Rex Transformer thing. And like, how was a movie this lame? Having a character like that. That sucks. So, in this one, it looks somehow, sh like, so much shittier. And it also talks like a fucking... I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, Earl Sinclair There's would no be a shame. nice way to describe it. <laughs> I, it, it talks like it's a word a real I'm Solomon trying to Grundy use. Solomon Grundy <laughs> It does talk like Solomon <laughs> Grundy, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> At one point it says, you are full of energon baloney, and I think my mind touched the void. Uh, <laughs> like, you yeah. know what? My dad should have put me in sports. He was right. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Parker, how do you feel about Stan Bush? Oh, pretty passionate about one song in particular. Let's let's hear about The Touch. I just want to watch Boogie Nights again, oh, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, man. Same except Bloodsport. Well, that's not the only name that was advertised for this movie, for doing the music. Parker, can you talk about the scene where all the Transformers are dancing around? I think they're on Cybertron. They could be in hell. I don't know. And they're dancing to Dare to be Stupid by Weird Al. Oh, that really? Okay, that was real. That that's good. That's actually good happened. Know. That was not a Mandela I watched this thing. movie once yeah. at like five in the morning after we had watched like four of the michael bay transformers movies yeah. so what i saw was imagine that by the way just go you've been up all night you've watched 
hours of Michael Bay Transformers, and then you put this on, and you just you touch the void. Nothing makes sense. I assumed I imagined Weird Al, so that's good to have this confirmation. <laughs> that's like the weirdest thing to me, because like I I actually did grow up with Weird Al. I had a couple Weird Al. I think I had three Weird Al albums growing up. I was like, man, he is so cool. Didn't get a lot of dates, but. I didn't know that Same. he was big enough in the 19... 19- I knew he had, like, albums in the 1980s, right? He did, uh, uh Fat instead of Bad. He had, uh, fucking... Like, all his parodies in the 1980s. They, they were relatively big. I understand that. I didn't know he was big enough to be, like, prominently featured in the advertising for the Transformers the movie. So. It just doesn't make sense. Like, I guess I could see, because it's like, oh, yeah, I guess kids like Weird Al. Yeah. But there's something about just hearing that sentence said out loud, like, yeah, and then all the Transformers and the Autobots dance to Dare to be Stupid. And you're like, I believe you. You can show me, and I can see it, and I can hear it, and I can feel it all at the same time. But yeah. you're fucking with me. Of all like, the songs, too, Dare to be Stupid? Why would they dance to that? I don't think they want to be thought of as stupid. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's like that, that, uh, that Black Eyed Peas song that I'm not allowed to say out loud. So, <laughs> maybe it's the Wikipedia uh, sentence that threw me off because it says the soundtrack comprises electronic music composed by Vince DiCola and songs from rock and heavy metal acts including Stan Bush and Weird Al Yankovic he's not rock and heavy metal he's parody comedy guy so uh, oh yeah where was I oh yeah of course so Megatron kills off Optimus Prime and then he goes to Unicron the big planet transformer stick with me I'm going somewhere with this and he says, okay, I killed uh, Optimus Prime. Where is my Medal of Honor? And Unicron says, I'm going to eat you unless you go back and kill him again or something like that. And then Megatron's like, oh, what the fuck? I already did it, dude. Come on. Uh, to which uh, Orson Welles uh, sucks in a lot of air. <laughs> and he's like, okay, fine. Please don't do that anymore. And Unicron transforms Megatron into Galvatron. Ow. Do you guys, uh, you guys smell burnt toast? <laughs> I'm tasting metal. <laughs> <laughs> Who put these pennies in my mouth? Am I okay? Oh my god. So what happens after that? A uh, bunch of robots die. Uh, they go to... When I say they, I mean the good guys. Oh yeah, by the way, there's a, there's a chick transformer, right? And she's like curvaceously shaped. I get it. There's like... Who, who created that? Transformer to look like that. Who's the pervert? That's how you know it's Japanese, right? Anyway, uh, <laughs> well, uh, the other Autobots were like, oh yeah, they go to uh, the planet of junk and they're attacked by the native Junkions. This is a sentence on Wikipedia. I'm not making this up. <laughs> I vividly remember getting to this part of the movie and they go to the three-headed <laughs> junkyard judge jury thing. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I looked at her and asked if she had any of what was going on. She's she on her phone. <laughs> stared at me with dead shark eyes like I had mentally checked I, out I, six hours they're ago. They're actually called or something. Sharkacons. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Oh, yeah, Wheelie is. Uh, he helps. Uh, oh, the Dinobots uh, help him. Uh, actually, there's a. I, I want to mention this one because they, they there's a set. Oh, sorry, Sharkticons is how it's pronounced. Fuck. Anyone who's listening to this, it was like, just like, why won't he say it correctly? Because I don't give a shit. All right, so Hot Rod and th- there's this one just called Cup. 
<laughs> what a chip Pokemon ass yeah, joke that is. <laughs> For some reason, that reminds me of just call come. Reminds me of that fucking come down thing where they're doing Mortal Kombat, being gay, bending over, having sex, Liu Kang. <laughs> Your dick is mine. Cup, learn of Unicron from Kranix. Yeah, Kranix. I want to talk about of Lith. Yeah. Power. What yeah. is this? So Kranix is the lone survivor of Lithone, which I really thought was going to be Lithon because everything ends and on. Which was one of the planets devoured by Unicron, as we all know. So, I I thought they were going to do, oh, he's going to be another toy that they advertise, and it'd be like, oh, he's a lone survivor of his planet, and then he gets killed. <laughs> it, it, he's just fucking murdered by Sharkticons. Sorry. Uh, so I guess what they're what are those? Oh, they're sharks. Yeah. Thanks. So I guess what they're Thanks, doing guys. is like when they uh, killed off that planet in uh, uh, Alderaan in uh, Star Trek or whatever. And uh, I, I guess we're supposed to feel bad for Lithone, where Kranix is uh, we're from. Are you getting a cluster headache too? Yeah, so, the, <laughs> so the Matrix of Leadership is uh oh yeah by the way now they're dancing to dare to be stupid because they're happy that optimus prime my died. ears are just ringing I'm... <laughs> and i'm staring straight in my webcam yeah well the local junkions are led by his name is Rekgar, and they have to they rebuild uh ultra magnus and he can't uh activate the matrix of leadership but neither can galvatron that's important parker write that down so Galvatron. This is a real saw trap. I just like, all right, you can read the wiki for thirty seconds. Yeah. Close your <laughs> what up. happens in this movie? So <laughs> and that clock just takes away. <laughs> so, uh, so the shark. Did I mention yeah. the shark guys? Back up, back up. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. So Galvatron, who's a bad guy, mm-hmm. and not the nickname of a football player. Uh, he he goes to Unicron, which, by the way, I just avoid that that guy. I wouldn't want to go there. Yeah, seems bad. Yeah. Seems easily avoidable. Yeah, uh, I guess he's a slave to him. But like, what if you just go really far away? Ah, so it's Galactus and the Silver Surfer. Yeah, got it. I mean, Thanks if I know fans. Orson Welles, he's not moving much. So no, just absolutely. get out. Once you get out of orbit, you should be alright. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, he brings, I guess he brings the uh, the fucking Matrix of Verisimilitude and whatever, and he tries to fight back against Unicron, and Unicron eats him, so you created a toy that I'm not going to buy anyway, because you killed him off. Uh, and uh, what, is, what does he happen? Oh yeah, he swallows the Matrix. He actually eats the Matrix of Leadership, so the movie ends at... Oh wait, there's a... <laughs> <laughs> and then he reads Jordan Peterson's Matrix of Leadership, yeah. and he learns, Wow! Yeah. Optimus Prime made his bed every morning. Yeah. That's why he's a great leader. Yeah, so the Autobots crash their spa- uh, the Autobots crash their spaceship outward through Unicron's eye, uh, and become disabled when Unicron continues to battle Decepticons, Junkions, and other defenders of Cyber. Dude, come on! Why did they need a spaceship? Yeah, uh, so they can go in outer space. Uh, the robot. Yeah. Whatever. It's well, fine. it's also this my, is actually one problems. of the most insulting parts of the movie to me. Daniel Witwicky saves his father, Spike Witwicky. And I remember watching this and thinking to myself, why do you gotta throw in these people at the very last second of the movie and also not kill them off? Because I, I like movies and, and, and stories about people because 
I'm a person and I relate to people. And if you had had none of them in there, I would have been like, well, the human substitute will be Wheelie, I guess, or Bumblebee <laughs> or Cup. And I'm just going to, <laughs> I'm just going to identify with them. But instead, you have the kids. I'm like, well, now the kid is the most relatable part of the movie, and he can barely walk in his mech suit. And uh, none of them get. It. They're just there. It's just like, oh, uh, for all you hardcore Spike Witwicky fans, uh, he he lives. Uh, but Hot Rod almost gets killed. Good thing they didn't, because you know how many kids love that one. And he gets the Matrix of Power. I, I scrolled past that part on Wikipedia. And he becomes Rodimus Prime, the new Autobot leader. Rodimus Prime is better than Ultra Magnus and Optimus Prime. And uh, I, I guess Unicron, too. I guess they destroy an entire planet. Yeah, it checks out. Yeah. I believe you. I... Uh, Here's an interesting thing, though. So, Unicron, the planet that eats other planets, which are, mm -hmm. by the way, all robot planets, too. That's important. Uh -huh. Write that down. Do you think it burped robot up? Uh, I remember what it's called. I'm looking at something else. Uh, Lithone? The home of Rannix? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe uh, all the Lithonians. Don't are... say Lithuanians. Oh. <laughs> I, know I know you wanted to say uh, it. <laughs> maybe all the Lithonians are okay now because uh, something like that. Anyway, it's kind of gory. Unicron's head is just like in orbit around Cybertron now. You imagine looking up at the sky. What if you're like a baby Transformer or something like that? You look at the sky. Oh, what's that, mommy? Oh, he cut off his head, and uh, it's a little warning to <laughs> donate planets. What? It's the name of his fucking sled. Yeah. Go to bed. <laughs> uh, oh, you know who was the most annoying character in the movie? And, like, more annoying than uh, Starscream? Blur? I don't know what that is. Oh, let me explain. Remember the... No, you'd know this one. He's the guy from the, the Micro Machines. You know, oh. the Micro Machines guy. Oh. Yeah. He, uh... Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, that guy, you know, the guy who can talk really fast. So... I've actually seen that guy, like, in action, and that takes a tremendous amount of talent. Like, what he's doing is extraordinarily difficult to do, and he's actually been timed in, you know, if you break down his tape, he, he's actually saying these words, and that's how he's able to get all these parts. He's just really good at this. However, in this one, in this movie, he's just saying lines where he repeats things over and over again, and, like, anyone could say that fast. It's really not that fucking hard. Like, he's just saying words over and over again, and that's that doesn't take a lot of skill, so it's just kind of annoying. If he was talking like the Micro Machines guy, I think that's kind of interesting, but instead he's just repeating things, so I got mad at this portrayal of a toy. Welcome, brother. Yeah, so Cyclonus is We've in We've been that, waiting for you. A... <laughs> I'm going to read all the names of the, uh, of the Transformers. Optimus you Prime. You don't have to do that. You Iron don't have Hyde. to do that. Hot you Rod. Don't, well, you can just have Rodimus a short episode. Prime. It's okay. Ultra Magnus. Springer. Ultra Magnus. Bone <laughs> Crusher. Hook. RC. <laughs> Cup. <laughs> I can't say that one. Wheelie. Cup is going to make me laugh. Megatron. And ever and ever. It's so funny. <laughs> it's Cup spelled with a K, too. Soundwave, Frenzy, Rumble, Young Thug, Blur, 
Blaster, Gunna, Perceptor, Nipsey Hustle, Grimlock, Swoop, Scrapper, Jazz, Cliffjumper, Bumblebee, Brawn, Shockwave, Spike, Wit, Wiki. Oh, that's not one of them. Galvatron, Cyclonus, Scourge, Starscream, Devastate. Oh, these must be the bad guys. <laughs> Scavenger, Gears, Astro, Train. They really bury the lead. <laughs> Ramjet, <laughs> Blitzwing. These are. Wait a second. These are just Madden plays. <laughs> Kickback, <laughs> Shrapnel. <laughs> P.A. Wiggle. Interesting. <laughs> Quintesson Leader. <laughs> Daniel Witwicky Cranix Inferno. And Narrator. Wait, Narrator. Okay, so... Nice. <laughs> uh, I like uh, some of these other lines here. I, I hate that it's just like, oh, this episode could have been substituted if you just read the Wikipedia and do an annoying voice the whole time, but apparently kids were crying. When the... There's some kid who locked himself in his bedroom for two weeks because this movie traumatized him. <laughs> you know what, kid? world's going to get a lot tougher. Yeah, I will say uh, he may have had a point. A scene in which Ultra Magnus is drawn and quartered was scripted and storyboarded, but replaced with a scene of him getting shot. <laughs> Who the fuck... <laughs> That had to have been a hey, yeah. hey, check this out. Hey, look what I drew. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna submit it. Oh my god, they took it. Oh my god, there's no way it's going to coloring. Oh my god, yeah. oh my god. Uh, take my name off it. Take my name off it. Take my name off it. Stacy did it, not me. So uh, we're gonna fucking work in this fucking town again. Apparently, Optimus Prime was subsequent uh, was subsequently revived in the TV series. So I guess I missed that by not watching the show. Uh, yeah, I will say that. Uh, Apparently, in the theatrical version, which is impossible to find these days, and also I didn't look for it, Spike Witwicky, <laughs> I don't like saying these names, dude, all right? Spike, oh, yeah, you just yeah. clearly like, I could not find yeah. it, I didn't look. Yeah, <laughs> also that too. Spike Witwicky uh, says shit in this movie, and he says it's specific. Why? Uh, actually, uh, a very obvious reason, to get a PG rating, because G ratings didn't get as many showings as PG ratings. So that was the only reason that they did it. Now, that being said, it's just like a an oh shit sort of thing. And you could probably barely hear it, I assume. Uh, and it just reminds me of that Star... Uh, it's not Star Trek, sorry. Uh, of that South Park episode where we're going to say shit on TV. <laughs> and it, it's just like, oh, you got a little uh, shit in your face. <laughs> you know, sure. yeah. Oh my god, Megatron said the word of curse. We're all dead. Oh man. You know the fucked up part is this came out in 1986, which is like one of my favorite years for movies. If not my favorite year for movies. You got like The Fly, Labyrinth, Big Trouble in Little China, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Stand By Me, The Karate Kid Part 2. <laughs> Sometimes you have to have a Transformers the movie. Yeah, the Transformers my, the movie. My my biggest issue with this is like look i don't like transformers that's fine i like a lot of shit that people don't like i just saw doctor strange 2 in opening weekend like i understand i'm part of the problem for my own generation but it's the fact that properties like this will never go away right because these people who grew up in the 80s have still not grown up and you just cannot escape the same five ips I would rather put a gun to my head than watch Ghostbusters Afterlife. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Who is this shit for? Why can't we just move on? I know. You watched it 40 years ago. Stop bringing these things back. I'm begging I you. I know. Yes, I'm the problem because no. I see them all. <laughs> I understand that. Well, I mean, my thing about <laughs> I have it. to fill out a podcast every week. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. My thing about it is that it feels to me like 
there is there's a some sort of nugget a kernel of an idea here that makes it attractive to people it's not just like it's not just i know it's it's definitely part of this but it's not just selling our culture back to us it's transformers is about giant robots that transform into trucks and cars and stuff that sounds cool that sounds like something that kids would want to see i can understand why someone like michael bay would want to bring it back and then say that harriet tubman was not on the underground railroad she was actually helping out the giant robots who transform into cars uh and so was groucho marx now that the same thing applies to Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, the first one, is a great movie. It's one of the best movies ever made. It's hysterical and it's a great idea. And I can see why you'd make a second one and a cartoon, and then a remake with all the girls, and then the one with a character named Podcast. <laughs> Even I wouldn't watch that. <laughs> Yet. Don't so, don't yeah. count your chickens. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I, I get it. And the same thing goes with uh, Back to the Future. You could do that idea with a whole bunch of movies. I get why they do that. But that being said, I, I'm i not biting anymore on this stuff. And uh, I, I'm keeping the number of Transformers movies I, I've watched at a solid two with uh, The Last Night, one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and The Transformers, the movie, which has to stand elite as one of the most incomprehensible movies I've ever seen. Could I have paid attention a little bit more? Probably. Will I? No. Why would you? Would you feel more rewarded if you did? You know what? Honestly, okay, now, 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 that, now I know who the quintessence. Yeah, are. exactly. Yeah. You know, the other thing about it that gets me is I think that if I watched all of the Transformers TV show, where's the fucking? Let me look at this Transformers animated series, the Transformers episodes. I want to see how many episodes there were in. Oh my god, no, dude. There's yeah, man. Fucking sixty-five yeah, those, episodes. Those eighty shows don't fuck around, dude. Yeah, they churn them shits out. Sixty-five episodes between the first and second season. I'm not gonna watch all. Even if I did, let's say I was a lunatic and I quit my job and I watched all of the Transformers episodes in order to get the proper context for the Transformers the movie. Man, I don't think I'd be able to pay attention. I really don't. I don't think I would be able to focus on it and say, and remember what Eric Edel's character was called. I've already closed the tab. I have since forgotten. I do remember that he was one of the Junkions, though, so I guess that's going to be with me. <laughs> you just like saying it, don't you? Junkions? Not as much as I thought I yeah. would. I really wanted to say Lithuanian, so you took that from me. I'm sorry. Oh. I could feel it in the air. Oh, Lord. Okay, so... <laughs> wait... Apparently, uh, oh, the UK version of the 1999 Rhino Films VHS release has scrolling text and narration at the beginning to replace the cast credits and additional closing narration assuring viewers that Optimus Prime will return. So I guess the, the feedback got to them before they released it overseas. We're sorry that we killed this toy. I like the scene where like, guys, Optimus is dead. We need a new leader. Quick, <laughs> Hot Rod. Put on the devil head. <laughs> it's time to become <laughs> Devil Rod. Devil Rodimus. D Devil Rodimus. <laughs> Better movie. Dude, can you imagine fucking Wheelie coming into a club and just <laughs> running over people? <laughs> Get out of here, cup. And he just starts breaking <laughs> beer bottles on people's heads. No, this is the one where Blur is going to be like, we have to free him because the devil's going to find him. We're going to have to kill all the people because the devil's going to come and the devil's going to come and we have to fill all the people. And he's just fucking <laughs> shooting people. <laughs> I guess he'd just be stomping them because they're all gigantic too. So 
Catman Crothers telling the other robots about the Sabbath and how they need to murder all these people to lure out demons. Was Catman Crothers, was he like the really old, I guess Jazz was uh, an old one or something? No, that's not, it was like the little green one or something like that. He was like old. It was a Perceptor. It's not a surprise to you, but was it Grimlock? Uh, the one named Jazz was, was coded as black. No, R- because... oh, RC's the girl. Uh, she's pink. Uh, was it Shocking? Was it Shockwave? No. I'm clicking on all these. Was it one stars? Was it Cyclonus? No. Well, whatever he was, he reminds me of like that old army guy from like Twisted Metal Two, because he's just old and he was like, back in my day, we had to. And he's talking about like using his windshield wipers or something like that, and that's where the the T Rex uh, Transformer uh, Dino Bot gets really bad because he doesn't want to hear that part of the story. I guess he's like the baby of the group or something. <laughs> Can you imagine being a kid and watching this shit? I'm sorry. I'm like, I, I know no, I was I, trying, I was saying earlier, it's like, oh, well, you know, different strokes for different folks. Man, if you watch this as a kid, what what could you have been doing instead? The 80s were a mistake. Yeah. And we, except for when they're not. Right, yeah. There's, I mean, there's good stuff out there. This is obviously, this is not as good as SWAT Cats the Radical Squadron. But, you know, maybe he was slack. Because it's a thing that we reference a lot where it's like, bone every single person's like, uh, actually, cartoons aren't good anymore. Spring. They were only good when I was a kid, and all the new ones are bad. Maybe it was Blaster. Uh, oh, my God. I dare you to watch two episodes of Transformers and two episodes of G.I. Joe and try not to kill yourself. I do- well, with G.I. Joe, I at least know like the, the YouTube thing. And that's funny, you know? Yeah, but not G.I. Joe itself. Oh, yeah, probably not. No one's going to say body massage in the actual show, I promise uh, you. Not with that attitude. Uh, apparently, there. this was... Actually, I think I read this, uh, not even on the Wikipedia, which I'm going to close out of now because I feel like that's cheating. Uh, apparently, tra- The Transformers The Movie came out the same year as G.I. Joe The Movie for the animated show sort of thing, which is an unwieldy title. Title. I don't know why they called it that. Um and apparently they had like some sort of deal because I still think they were both like a Dino De Laurentiis sort of thing, uh, where they would both kill off like one of their like main characters in there. But this one came out first, and uh, GI Joe was just like, uh, "Psych, we're not doing that." And their main character lives. It's the right call. Probably. Yeah. Also, uh, I don't think that matters. Yeah, no one gives a shit. None of this is real. Yeah, it, that's pretty important. Too. Oh no, they're gonna kill. Roadblock? Is that, <laughs> Roadblock? Is that one? I closed the tab. I, I can't check now. Oh fuck! We gotta, we gotta think about what the names. But you know what? Probably is. Yeah, probably. Uh, Let's be honest. It probably is. Yeah. Okay. Let's. I'm gonna read you some names, and you're gonna tell me if they're uh, Transformers or not Transformers. Okay. Number one. Okay. Pikachu. <laughs> hey, wait a second. Yeah. Uh, John Machida. Yo, Rodimus owns this fucking movie, yo. <laughs> uh, Master Fry. <laughs> Blaster. Fiendish Dr. Wu. <laughs> Fiendish Dr. Wu. John Machida Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Emmett Smith the fourth. <laughs> he of my favorite Transformers. <laughs> Optimus Prime have a brother. Yeah. <laughs> Named Rodimus Prime. Dude, I I I I don't even know if I'm happy that I saw I got to check off two lists. 
So, I got that going for me. At what cost? Am I ever going to get any of this back? Unfortunately, because I recorded no. an episode about it, I'm going to remember some of these names. <laughs> you can't take this with you. I'm going to describe it to people, and it's going to be just like Colin Robinson. <laughs> you know, Eric... Now, they run kind of a kangaroo cord and sends people to death by the sharkatrons. Yeah, sharktacons. Make sure you say it correctly. Excuse me. Yeah, so <laughs> Eric Edel, who I quite liked when he dressed up as a lady for Monty Python, well, he's in this one, and he plays sort of a samurai-looking thing with the Junkions on the Planet of Junk, is just what it's called. They even call it Junkatron. <laughs> you could just do that. I feel like you would lose several co-workers and friends. I've, I, they, you know, I don't have enough to risk that sort of thing, so... <laughs> <laughs> Next time you find yourself yeah. in a conversation, you can't wait to get right Unless out of you it. mean the voices, in which case uh, they must be obeyed. Oh, no. I cannot silence them. Right. Yeah, so exactly. Hard. It's. I just. Tell me to not to say cup anymore. You will only make the voices louder. Cup. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what does cup look like? I'm going to Google cup. Yeah. I'm Transformer. I, I hope he looks like Chip from Beauty and the Beast. No, well, let's go to the Transformers Cooper Wiki. Cup. Uh, oh, G1. It, cu- oh, my. Oh, Cup is the uh, he's the old guy. He is a tough old coot. He's almost as <laughs> old as Rustic. He can robot as a tough old coot. Oh, man. What the fuck is this? Okay, so one of his quotes is I don't remember what his voice sounds like, so I can't do an impression. I shouldn't be listening to complaints. I should be making them with you guys. The good Lord lets us grow old for a reason. To gain the wisdom to find fault with everything he, with a capital H, has made. What? Yeah. (laughs) First of all, the idea of an Autobot dying of old age is really fucking with me. The idea of a sentient robot from space being a devout Christian also really fucking with me. Yeah. Third of all, um, I clicked on that Transformers wiki page, yeah. and the first sentence is as follows. Cup is a tough old coot. <laughs> He's almost as old as Rust, in fact, as he was plinking deceptive creeps and ick yaks with acid bursts from his trusty musket laser long before most of you turbo-revving young punks this? were born. I am about to black out. Yeah. I hate that we did this. <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, the Dinobots love his war stories, lapping them up like cheap Energon, and don't seem to mind when he inadvertently leaves a piece out or changes the story between retellings. What, did the person who wrote this mind when he does this? Did they, like, keep track? Is, got, there a, is there a grimoire? a lot of stories Dude, from Cybertron there Vietnam, has to be a you. fucking <laughs> cup grimoire. <laughs> Wait. Oh my. There were... There were Decepticon Charlies everywhere in them trees. What the fuck is this? Okay, Cup. If you, this is a quote from, I guess, like the show, Cup. If you don't start making more sense, we're gonna have to put you in a home. I'd like to just pause right here. Is that they have a home on Cybertron for like senile robots? <laughs> <laughs> They're probably a danger to like life as we know it. And to which he Assisted responds, Autobot living. <laughs> to which he responds. You already put me in a home, so why did they let him out? And then it says, then we'll put you in the crooked home we saw on 60 Minutes. Which he responds, I'll be good. Why were they watching 60 Minutes? What? What is yeah. this? More adventures Big Andy followed. Rooney fans on fucking Cybertron? Uh, so apparently when he went back to Planet Dread to confront an old nemesis, which uh, this says, according to this, it's Chaos, who's an alien. 
Uh, at one <laughs> point, he was turned chaos. into a zombie. And uh, there, he was also, he had to fight the menace of the hate plague. So. <laughs> well, in the comics, of, they had Transformers comics? He says, you I say... You said in the past tense, which is interesting. He says, I say we call Matlock. Oh my god, I just got so tired. <laughs> there's a there's another quote here. It says, Cup, who, by the way, is a Transformer. How would you take your underwear... How would you take off your underwear without taking off your pants? To which he responds, he doesn't know. Uh, That's fun. Fucking... Wait, <laughs> I'm glad you're awake for this. I, uh, I want this old coot to keep his fucking coot. underwear on. First and foremost, <laughs> around the Wit Wiki children. Yeah. That... What the fuck... Is this real? Is this like a real thing, or is is this like making fun of me? I don't because this I, look. It's like how this could is from, you possibly tell? When, if you look at the Transformers in three D, I'd like to read this for you. And again, I don't know what his voice sounds like, so no impressions. Oh, you must be sick. Let's see what's old Doc Washburn prescribed. Do you have dropsy, the grip, scrofula, the vapors, <laughs> jungle rot, dandy fever, poor man's Ooh. gout, housemaid's knee? Climactic boobow, the staggers, dum dum fever. <laughs> that sounds like Bob Duca's list of ailments. <laughs> this is legitimately how I felt at five thirty in the morning watching this movie. Like, I feel so lost. I feel like I blacked out and woke up four hours into a conversation. I don't know how I got I'm, here. I'm this, I don't know how I'm getting. This home. whole episode is going to be chopped and screwed. I'm going to put different parts in different places to see. You might as well. <laughs> oh my god! I, I just, our new I'm podcast so... cover art is going to be the three-headed fucking robot judge with the three. <laughs> <of them. laughs> just rotating it. <laughs> it looks like fucking uh, who was that guy from Legends of the Hidden Temple? <laughs> yeah, it's Olmec and Aku Aku and Uka Uka. So, I'm, I'm sorry, I have to do the the Bob Duca voice. Dropsy, the grip, scrofula, <laughs> the vapors, jungle rot, dandy fever, poor man's gout, handmaid's knee, climactic boobow, the, sta- <laughs> the staggers, dumb dumb fever. Uh, this is maybe my favorite sentence in the entire Cup wiki for the Transformers in DD, uh, in 3D, sorry. It says, Cup is so old, he fought the Destructons the first time and helped defeat them. He onslaughted as far as Ultra Magnus team. Uh, the last sentence for this paragraph just says, he probably died. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why Dum Dum Fever sounds like one of the guys from Hackers. <laughs> Those are all fucking Discord names right there. I don't know why... They're about to be. I don't know why Dropsy's my favorite. Oh, Dibs on Yum Yum Fever, by the way. <laughs> That's good. It. All I can think about now is fucking Red for Red and Stippy going, Fallen Arches! <laughs> uh, Autobot Alert, what is this fucking... Find your feet. I don't know where I am. I'm lost. I As you scroll I... this wiki, just imagine your dad like in the other room, just peering <laughs> over a newspaper at you, looking furious. Son, you said you're gonna help me clean these guns. Uh, what's taking so long in there? Uh, 
Oh, wait a second. Oh, no. Okay, so one of these, the, the fucking picture here that they use is, they. this is a Simpsons quote. I used to be with it, then they changed what it was, uh, that, that whole thing. So maybe that dropsy thing was... Am I being gaslit like, by the yeah. Transformers <laughs> wiki? <laughs> fucking trans- what the fuck? Yeah. What is this? All right, let's... Am I in hell? Yeah, well, that's just like the fucking picture, like, caption here, so... Let me read this. The invisibility factor. Okay, so long ago, which, by the way, I don't know what any of this is. Long ago, Cup and another Autobot, who probably died because his name is listed, stationed on the planet Rhaenyrian, were able to defeat an entire enemy squadron by duping them into... Th- I'm sorry, where is this? It's, oh, on another case, he was stationed on Sonicron 5 and Planet Cert... How many of these fucking things are there? I, I don't know why. Oh, yeah, Hot Rod. Uh, they, they found a, a girl, and her name was Sarah Sanders. Uh, it sounds like a Marvel name. And uh, she was a scientist working to perfect her latest invention, the invisible... Is he just did more things than everyone else? Is he, is he the, like, the most important one? I was an underground spy. I would lure the Decepticons with my feminine wiles out into the woods and then decapitate them. Thanks. Oh, yeah, Thanks this is this is dumb. He isn't even actually saying this shit. Oh, Jabberjack. Oh. Schoolhouse, don't put oh, out spittoons. Oh, I ain't responsible. That can't be. I am <laughs> in a world of shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... Oh, well, in Transformers Earth Wars, uh, which I think is a game or something. Oh, I don't fucking care. I I don't know what I just read. I think I'm more confused now than after I watched that movie. I, I cannot believe I'm being gaslit by the Transformers <laughs> the wiki trans- page for if, Cup with a K. If you can't trust Young Slime Life or the Transformers wiki, what are we supposed to trust? Our institutions are failing us. No one trusts each other. This anymore. must be how every girl I've ever dated feels. Exactly. I really do feel like, dude, that should be a challenge. Get the Colin Robinson guy to read this entire Wikipedia in the voice. Even if it takes a tank of shark to come. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Dinobots don't mind his stories, even when he leaves out a key piece of the story. Grimlock is a funny one. Like, oh fuck, dude, kill me. I really like it where he's, he's going to go pick up their fucking, uh, their dry cleaning. And uh, he's like, but I want something in return. I want a new room. He's like, you can sleep in my room. He's like, no, I want the other room in the basement that's not being used right now. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't believe So that. is he a fucking war veteran or not? What is real? You know, if that Did was Did he fight Robot Vietnam or what? I don't even know where the search bar is. In the, oh, here it is. I'm, gonna I'm look losing up, my goddamn mind. I, I'm going to look up the girl one. I don't know what I'm feeling right now. I feel so hurt and betrayed and confused. Okay, Parker, I'm going to say something that will make everything make sense. Are you ready? Okay, here it goes. Transformer gender is complex and fraught with inconsistencies across oh. the multiverse, but in universes oh. where female Cybertronians exist, you're sure to find RC among the Autobots. Holy fuck, there's so many different versions of this one girl thing. Wait, not to be confused with a separate article that's just called Cheesecake Robot. I have got to look this. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck is this? This is the worst episode we've ever done. <laughs> The Decepticon Octane. Oh my god, what? What the fuck is this? Parker, I'm gonna send this to you. I want a physical challenge for you to read this out loud. Okay. Because it's a short article, but uh. Okay. Cheesecake Robot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and read this. (laughs) 
Those are some whopping tits. <laughs> One. Oh. <laughs> why? Why is it like this? When you're run down and nothing's going right, just close your eyes or find a quiet spot and tune your thoughts to the cheesecake robot for that loving care you need. I need them. This is fucking Ernest Klein's poem about nerd girls. <laughs> she waits for you while others can be. Who let the dogs out? What is this? What is this creepy fanfic? I don't know what this is. Like it's not even like vulgar or crude. It's just it's making me so uncomfortable, dude. I it feels like Elliot Rogers wrote this. I don't like this. I don't know. <laughs> when it's dark and cold and everything's at its worst, you remember her. Remember the first time with her. Everything you gave her. What? <laughs> what did you give? Cheesecake robot. Every. Remember, you have the strength to go on because there's something worth getting back to. Who is running this fucking site? This is—I can't believe we found this. This is terrifying. So, uh, get, getting back to uh, Planet Earth here, or I guess Cybertron. Uh, she waits for you, <laughs> while others can be such jerks that hurt you, don't appreciate you, or exploit you. The most she wants is another session of your special charm to rev her right, engine. We don't actually. Why is she a Manny Pixie gamer girl, but a robot? Like, yeah, those other fucking sluts don't like you, but this robot just wants you to take her to Pound Town. Dude, this feels like when we used to look up like DeviantArt and just search Ka. <laughs> so apparently, RC, who's a girl Transformer, she is an unlockable character in Angry Birds Transformers. Okay, I think we've exhausted the limits of this. <laughs> and that's the tea, sis.